Sota Daf Kafchet Amud Aleph. Tune into spirituality. Safek Tum Akavadai. A study came out a couple of days ago that although there's been a decline in adherence to institutionalized religion, there has been an increase in faith among young people. So that there are many more young people since the pandemic who acknowledge a belief in God or a higher force than before the pandemic. Uh, although the, the institutionalized religion is not necessarily doing that well, particularly in the um, uh, in the Judeo-Christian area, uh, we, we're aware that in the, the Frum area, the religious area in, in, in among the Jewish people is vibrant and growing, but the totality of it isn't. We're losing people all the time. Uh, so one understands that, that there's a, a, a cynicism, a suspicion about the uh, about institutionalized religion, particularly with all the scandals that have taken place in the last uh, decade or two. But, but there's an increasing awareness of, of, of God in the world. A Torah Yiddishkeit is much more than a, an awareness of spirituality or a belief in God. What Torah Judaism requires is that it's a different level. It's the ability to sense spirituality, not just spirituality, to sense Kedusha. An ability to sense Tahara, sanctity, purity, uh, Tumah. The ability to feel tuma, so being spiritual—it's all very. Say, yeah, I believe in spirituality, and I meditate, and I think, and all of that. That's that's beautiful. That's lovely, but that's not what the Torah is about. The Torah is about being so tuned in that you can actually experience the intangibles of spirituality. Kedusha is an intangible. Tuma and Tyra are intangibles, and and they require different responses. If one can feel them, then one has to respond to them in different ways. You can't just carry on doing the same. If you feel a sense of Kedusha in a place, in a shul, uh, in Yerushalayim, in Israel, at the Kotel, wherever, you feel an experience of Kedusha, you can't act and behave the way you do in a soccer stadium. Uh, it's a, you, you respond in a different way. If you feel Tuma, what do you do about it? Uh, how do you react? How do you respond? If you feel tyro, how do you re- how do you react and respond? So let's go into it a little bit more deep, deeply. The piece of Gemara that we're dealing with at the bottom of Kafchet Hamad Aleph is based on the Posuk in Parshas Soto and Parshas Naso. So we'll be reading Parshas Naso in a few weeks. So the Shabbos after after Shavuos in Eretz Yisrael and a week later in in Chutz Laaretz. Um, and you'll see when you read Parashat Naso and you've got the Parashat of, of, of Sota and Parashat Naso, you'll read it in a completely different way. And you'll understand Rashi in ways that you've never understood it before. So, we know the Psukim already. A man has this feeling of jealousy and he's jealous and, and passionately jealous about his wife. And she has been defiled. Or he was passionately jealous. She wasn't defiled. Um, asks the Gemara, How do you explain? If she was defiled, she wasn't defiled, was she or wasn't she? If she was defiled, that means she actually had a physical relationship with the other man. Why is she drinking the sota water? There's no point in it. It won't work. If we know that nothing happened, she was just having coffee with the guy. Lama Mashka, why is, he, why is she drinking the water in the first place? Magid Lecha Katuv, there's an amazing chidush and in it buried a wonderful matmon. The Torah comes to teach us, Sehasafek Asura, 
and I'm adding Kavadai. It's not clear in our Gemara, but Tosfus in, in Yevomus quotes our Gemara with the word Vadai. And you'll see why that's important. The, what it teaches us is, no, it's a suffix. We don't know what happened. We just know that she was seen with this man. We know that they walked into a hotel together. Did they have coffee or did they have more? We don't know. And then there's no way of knowing. So there's a sophic and the husband doesn't know. But a sophic asura kavada, we treat her as if we do know. What does that mean? And from here we learn all the dinim of sophic sheritz. All the dinim of sophic tumor, all those laws of where there's a doubt about tumor. Did a, uh, we know that there are the eight types of shiratsim, which when they're dead, if they can cause tumor, they can contaminate. Kalim utensils and people and food, it's an avatumor. So now we don't know whether the kalim, whether this, these utensils touched the sheritz or not, or whether this person touched the sheritz or not. We don't know. What do we do? Umaso, we learn a kalvachome. Umaso ta shelo asaba shogei kemezid vones karatzon. In the case of sota, if she is a shogeget, she was mistaken. It didn't happen deliberately. We won't go into how that happens, the, the metzias. Vones karatzon, or she was raped. There's no din of sota. We don't treat her like a sota. It's only if she did it willingly, knowingly, and deliberately. Asaba nevertheless, the Torah treats a doubt like a certainty. We've been talking about doubts and certainty the last couple of days. How, the Torah te- treats this sota about who we don't know. All we know is she went off and, and was seen with a man. That's not, that's not an Isidore Isa. What happened? We don't know. But we treat her as a vadai, even though if she were a shogeget or an on. Or an ones, if she were not doing it deliberately, she would not be a sota. Sheret, sheasabo, shogei kemezid, vones karatzon. The tum'ah of sheret, the tum'ah of these dead insects, is more serious than the tum'ah of a sota. Because in the case of a dead insect, it doesn't matter if it was deliberate or it wasn't, or it was by mistake, or it wasn't, or it was ones, or it wasn't. Somebody threw a sheret at you, you still become tome, even though you didn't choose to do it. So in a sense, sheretz, the tumah of sheretz is more severe. And therefore, certainly we've also got to treat safek as vadai. So we have a chidush, we have, there are two important principles that emerge from this little piece of Gomorrah. The one is that in the case of sotah and sheretz, in the case of sotah and tumah, spiritual impurity and sotah, we treat a doubt as if it's certain. Not, not as a regular doubt. We treat it as if it's certain. So there's a, there's a chumrah, there's a severity in the case of, of Tumah. The second interesting thing, if you notice, is we're making a, a total comparison between sheritz and sotah. At the end of the day, sheritz results from physical contact, contamination. You touch the sherets, the, the plate touches the sherets. It's about a physical contamination. It's not about a moral, a moral choice. It's, and that's why Ones Karatzon and Shoge Kemezid, it doesn't matter what your intention was. This isn't about choice. It's just a fact. It's like somebody drives into your car and damages it and says, but it was, I didn't intend to. I'm sorry. Tough, but you did. And therefore, you have to pay for it. Sheritz is the same thing. You didn't intend, you didn't, but you touched the sheritz. And the damage is there. This is about damages. There's spiritual damage when you touch a sheritz. 
What about a sota? A sota is a choice, a woman making a choice to do something against her husband, against family, against the Torah. So it's a completely different kind of tumah, we would think. This is tumah that comes from doing something wrong, and the sherit is tumah that comes from contact. And yet the Torah juxtaposes the two, the Gemara juxtaposes the two, and learns one from the other, and treats them the same, because the word tumah is used in the case of sota. It doesn't just talk about she did something wrong. She was unfaithful to her husband. She betrayed her husband. She had an affair. It doesn't say that. Vehi nitma'ah, vehi lo nitma'ah. Why are we talking about Tumah? This is a woman who did something wrong. We don't say a person broke the Shabbat, Don't say that. A person ate in a treif restaurant, milk and meat together. We don't say He did wrong. So she did wrong. Why is it called Tumah? Where does the Tumah come from? And why are we treating this Tumah the same as the Tumah that is caused when you touch a sheritz? So bear that in mind a moment. We'll come to that in a moment. Tosfus asks an important question. It says, you know, at the end of the day, if you have a doubt in the Torah about a Torah law, we go the more severe route, right? So why do I need a special posuk to teach me that I've got to go lechumra, that, that I've got to treat this as a vadai? Isn't every Sophic Doraisa like that? If I don't know if this meat is kosher or treif, what do we say? You treat it as treif. If I don't know if Shabbos has started yet or it hasn't, what do we say? Treat it as if Shabbos has started already. If you have a sophic about a Doraisa, about a Torah law, you treat the more severe way. So why is this different? Why do I need a special limud to tell me, Soto and Tumor, when there's a sophic, we treat it like a Vada? Says Tosfus, because the certainty we're talking about here is not just a Chumrah. It's much more than that. It's Kiilu Vadaiva Afagav Deleka Malkus. Even though there's no Malkus, it's still a Doraisa. You're still over a Doraisa. And the, the difference would be that if the, the husband, uh, as Tosva says, Imba Alea Kamo Al Chaiva Sevelok Shas if he come if he has a relationship with this woman, let's say the husband now sleeps with his wife who is a sota, but it wasn't intentional. He didn't realize that she was a sota, sota whatever, whatever. It doesn't matter, says Tosavus. He's still being over because we treat it as a vadai. What, let's go even further. Let's say the, I don't know what the male form of a mistress is, but the guy knows nothing happened. She knows nothing happened. We, the Bayesian, we don't know what happened. The public doesn't know. But he knows and she knows. They just had a cup of coffee together. That's all that happened. Is she permitted to him? Is she a sota or isn't he? So I understand that to us, to the Bayes Den of the public, she's a sota. Because we don't know, so there's suspicion. But what about to the two of them? They know the truth. And if they know nothing happened, is she a sota or isn't she? Says Tosfus, yes, she's a sota. And... Um, Reb Chaim Soloveitchik explains that in the piece at the bottom, that what's different here is the warning. If a woman is alone with a man and nothing happens, she's not a sota, she's not a suffix, or no, we don't assume anything happened. She, she has a chazaka, we assume everything's good. It's only in the case of sota where the man says, I'm asking you, please, don't be alone together with that man. It makes me feel terrible. And she goes ahead and does it. It's the kinui. Tosfus explains, and Reb Chaim Soloveitchik explains, it's this warning 
which turns the Sophic into a Vada. So what we see from here that's really interesting is when a, a Sota is not, maybe she was unfaithful, we don't know. A Sophic, in this case, the Sophic Vadai means that she has a status of Sophic. So let me explain it to you in the following way. You can have a situation of Vada. You know something is, is meat is tray for sure. You know it. You know that it, you don't know that it's that it's treif, but you've got to go lechumra. You you have a doubt, so you've got to go lechumra. You've got to take the more severe route. But you can use all sorts of of mechanisms to resolve that doubt. And if you ate that meat by mistake, although you have to do tshuva because you thought it was was wrong and you and, and you ate it nevertheless, but it's not a serious tshuva systosis because you haven't done something seriously wrong. It turns out the meat was kosher. You went into a restaurant thinking it was uh, thinking it was kosher. Uh, or you went into a restaurant thinking it's trafe. It turns out it was kosher. You went into a restaurant not knowing whether it's kosher or trafe. It turns out it was kosher. Uh, you haven't done anything terribly serious. You ate kosher meat. But in this case, this woman, even though she's in a state of safek, has a different status. Her status is sota. Her st- uh, the case of sheretz, safek tumah. Safek tumah doesn't mean I don't know whether it's tameh or not. It means I do know that it's safek tumah. And that's different. I'm vadai, I am certain that this is a case of safek tuma. That's what I'm certain about. Let's understand it in the following way. If a person goes to the doctor, the doctor does some tests and says to him, you know what, we've got to do a whole lot of more tests because it's possible you've got a terrible cancer. So what does he, what does he go home and do? Say, so you know what, I've got a chazoka that I'm healthy. It's only a sophic. I'm ignoring it. It isn't so. That isn't. He doesn't sleep at night. His family don't sleep, and they're worried because you're in a state of sofe cancer, chas It's a terrible state to be in. If a person is in a state of safek tumah, if you treat tumah like a cancer, then you know what the safek tumah means. We don't care about tumah, tara, it's like not, no big deal. We don't take it seriously. But if you're tuned into what tumah is, and you can feel it, to be in a state of sofek tumah, that's not just like any other sophic. Is the meat kosher or isn't the meat kosher? I ate it, I thought it was kosher. That's not the same thing. Sophic tumor means there's a physical force attached to you that is negative and pulls you down. It's a, it's a distractive spiritual force that is attached to you. And if you can feel that, you want to get rid of it. And we need to try and tune into that when we do negavasa in the morning. You've got to try and feel that you're washing off something negative. If you don't feel different after Negevasa than before Negevasa, then what's really happened? Nothing's happened inside you. You've got to actually feel, I've woken up and, and, and I'm, I've got to start my day. And by washing my hands, I remove any force of Tumah and I can start my day freshly. We need to understand that from Tumas Asheret, this whole idea of Tumat Asheret is very specific and today it doesn't apply and all of that. But we learn a lot of things from Sheret. So in Pasha Shmini, a couple of weeks ago, Don't disgust yourself with these Sheretzim. Notice that Venitmeitem is spelled without an Aleph. Says the Gemara in Yuma, why? Because Avera metamtemet libo shelolam. Tame and timtum is the same. Tumah causes a distortion in the soul. It causes a corruption of the soul. It's like your computer system is being corrupted. 
That's, that's what it is when you've got tumor. There's a corruption in the operating system of the soul. And one needs to be able to feel that. And where, where does that tumor come from? Do you think it comes from sherets? Yes, it comes from sherets. Does it come from sota? Yes, it comes in the case of sota. But the Gomorrah and Yuma says it comes from every avera, every time we do something wrong. There's a corruption in the soul. It's not just that we've done something wrong. There's an effect in the soul. We've actually corrupted, we've corrupted in the soul, uh, the, the soul. Um, and that if one, if one exposes oneself to a little bit of Tumah, the Tumah grows. It's, it is, it's like a corruption. It grows. It, it affects the whole computer. It affects the whole operating system. We need to get rid of it. There are ways to get rid of the Tumah. But the first thing is to be sensitive to Tumah. If we're not even sensitive to, to, to Tumah, then what does it really help? And what, and what does it mean we're living a spiritual life? A person who's living a spiritual life in Torah develop sensitivity. He can feel when there's tumah. He looks around the street, he can feel when there's tumah and he wants to get away from it. It doesn't feel good. It feels infectious. He, he encounters a person and he feels tumah. He does something himself which is wrong and he feels the tumah. That's what a person who's tuned into spirituality is and in the same way can feel kudusha, can, can feel sanctity. So when we say that the person is a sophic tumor, sophic tumor now becomes a serious thing. Sophic tumor, unlike other sfeikot, is not I am in doubt whether I'm in tamtame. Sophic tumor means I know I'm a sophic tumor. That's a serious day. I know I'm a suspect for cancer, God forbid. That's a different state from eh, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. No, at this point I'm in doubt. And that doubt changes my whole mindset, changes my life, that doubt. I'm never the same after that doubt. So it is with Safek Tuma. If a person is Safek Tuma, we learn that from Sota. We learn this principle. Tuma is so corrupting that even a Sofek Tuma is considered something serious and tangible, something that one can feel and for which there are consequences that we want to prevent and we want to heal ourselves from so that we can enter areas of Kedushah. <laughs>